0: We need the anointing of God. The anointing is that divine enablement of the Holy Ghost or the power of God to operate and function in our life. And some of us men need the anointing of God on our life to really be a father. We need the anointing of God in our life. Some of us business people, we need an anointing. You can go through the motion. And I don't want to go through the motion. You should want to be anointed. You're listening to the Anointed Leadership Podcast with Terry Lynn Scott. Subscribe today to start cultivating more leadership anointing in your life. Now, here's your host, Terry Linscott. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Anointed Leadership Podcast. I'm Terry Linscott. I'm your host, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me today uh, on this 14th installment of our podcast. Uh, before we get into the content today, which we're talking about, failing forward. Unafraid to fail, unafraid to take risks, and how to do it properly, and how to get the most out of our life as we do fail. Uh, and that's what we want to talk about today. But before we get into it, if you'll do me a favor, uh, if you hit the subscribe button, if this content adds value to your life, if you would leave me a review or a comment so that I would kind of understand what you're going through, if you have questions, how is this helping you, that always helps us in the podcast world also, and the last one, which probably is my most uh, asked from me to you, is hit the share button. Share this with some of your friends, your family, uh, coworkers, other entrepreneurs, business leaders, pastors, church members, uh, church leaders. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that uh, as we just get the word out to add value that are biblical principles that bring uh, us greater success in our everyday life. I am a firm believer that in life we're to have have it to the full till it overflows in the things of God. And as this is the Anointed Leadership Podcast, what we're asking is the anointing of God to get upon us as we do what the Lord Jesus Christ has asked us to do. See, we can't ask for the anointing to go upon us and create things in our life if we don't do what we can do. There's always got to be our action, and then He comes on top of it, And he generates this supernatural ability to accomplish tasks, get things done, become entrepreneurs, be leaders, be great pastors, be great department heads. Whatever that looks like in life, we need the anointing of God on our life. And I believe that with all my heart. It's that supernatural upon our natural that gives us the ability to do exactly what we're meant and called to do and gifted to do. Amen. If you'll do those things for me, I would greatly appreciate it today. But as we get into the content, just want to take a few moments with you and talk to you about failing forward. Have you ever thought about doing something, but then all of a sudden this fear of failure grips you? This, this idea that you've had in your mind, this dream, this uh, fantasy, this hope, this thing that you always wanted to do, this business you wanted to start, uh, whatever it is, you wanted to do something, but then all of a sudden, right before you did, you just got gripped with this fear of fail- failing. And you asked the question, what if it doesn't work? Come on, we've all asked that question. What if it doesn't go the way I intended it to go. What if it's not the right move? What if I let people down? These are the questions that come around with this uh, fear of failing. I want to I want to challenge you with something that in all of life's efforts, you're always and you and I will always fail. There's a Bible verse, and you know it if you if you're a Bible person, and maybe you've heard of it. If you've not been, but there was a man named Peter. He was in the boat with all of the disciples. Jesus comes walking on the water. And Jesus is, is coming to the disciples. And the Bible says that they look and say, that looks like Jesus. And Peter says, hey, Jesus, if it's you, call me out and let me walk on water. It's interesting enough that this hope and this dream that what Jesus was doing, Peter said, I would love to do that. And he asked for permission. You know what Jesus is? Peter, come on. It's me. What does Peter do? He gets out of the boat. Don't even think about the storm that's already going on. Doesn't think about anything else. But what he has always wanted to do maybe is walk on water. He's walking on water. Not only that, he gets almost to Jesus. And then he recognizes the storm that was already around him. And he begins to sink and he falls down. He failed. Why? Because he took his eyes off Jesus. He put his eyes on the storm. Put his eyes on everything around him. Jesus does the one of the greatest things I've ever, I've ever seen in the scriptures, which I believe he does today. He reached down and grabbed the hand of Peter, picked him back up, and then watch this. Then Peter walked back on water to the boat with Jesus. It's interesting. Something that is so impossible with the anointing of God on our life, we're able to do those things that we've only hoped of, talked about, saw somebody else do. And in that moment of Peter walking on the water, he did fail, but he didn't stay down. And I want to challenge you with that is that failure, uh, we say it's not an option. It is an option because we're all going to fail. Quitting is not the option for me. I want to challenge your mindset. I want to challenge your philosophies and ideologies about failure maybe today. Maybe you're, you're hesitant to, to jump out of the boat and do something different because you're comfortable with, Right where you are today. You're comfortable as a pastor with the amount of people that you have in your church. You're comfortable as a business owner with meeting the needs of so many clients. You're comfortable as a department head, just being the department head, or you're comfortable in a church just sitting in the church. You you and I need to get out of our boats of comfort. You got to get out of the box of comfort and get into the waters that you and, and tread the water with Jesus and do things you've never done to have the greatest levels of success in your life. And so today I want to talk to you about failing forward. And, and this is what I mean by when I say to fail forward. It means this, that you have chosen to value every failure for lessons learned and then apply those lessons in future efforts. Watch this. Even if those efforts still fail, that's what failing forward looks like. It's, it, it means that you have chosen to value every failure for the lessons learned and then apply those lessons into future events. And that's what failing forward looks like. I just had a conversation with a gentleman that's looking to go out into business on his own. And by the time this airs, he will have already started his business, I believe. And he kept saying, I I just have this fear of letting my family down. I have this fear of letting because I've never done it before. And my statement to him is stop fearing what is holding you back from doing what you know you're supposed to do. Stop letting the failure that you've never even attempted to do something to even know if you're going to fail Hold you back from even trying, and you and I have to realize that it's—it's not fear of failure. It is, but when we do fail, we got to fail forward. We've got to extract life lessons so that the next time something happens, we've learned something. I I just want to—I want you to realize there's a few people all throughout Scripture, all throughout uh, natural life. There are people, and I want to talk about a few of them. Did you know Christopher Columbus when he insisted that the earth was? Uh, was round, when the world was round, everybody laughed and ridiculed him, even after he missed the United States of America on his very first attempt. Isn't that interesting? The Wright brothers, who insisted that you could fly, almost killed themselves trying, but today they're known as the fathers of aviation. What about Thomas Edison, who created the light bulb? And I know if you've heard my podcast, I use this a lot because I believe That failure should promote you and propel you to success, not keep you or hinder you from it. And Thomas Edison, the light that's all around me right now, the light that's on the screen, the light that's on your cell phones, when you walk into your house, you don't light up candles, you actually turn a switch and it comes on. You know what? I failed a thousand times to create the light bulb. And on thousand and one, poof, we have the light bulb. When asked, how did it feel to fail? He said, I never failed. I just learned how not to do it a thousand different ways. See, I think that's so important to me is, is we got to realize, here's the one thing, I might, I might, might blow your uh, uh, ph- uh, uh, theology, theological uh, thought process, your philosophy, your ideologies. You and I are going to fail. We are not going to be the best at everything. We're going to suck at many things in our lives. But we, until we accept the fact that we will fail, We will never do anything more than what we're doing right now. Most of us are completely comfortable doing what we're doing right now because we're finding great success. But can I tell you, you always have what you have if you only do what you're only doing. And you and I got to get beyond that right now. You and I have to free ourselves from the innovation limits, uh, limiting shackles of perfection. We got to stop trying to be so perfect and start becoming innovative the innovative people, those that create things, are unafraid and unashamed to admit that failure is is out there. we got to get to the place where we're not worried about failure. We just don't give option of quitting as part of our option. It's not part of our life. And I want to talk about that today in, in your life, in your business, in your church, in department heads, in your family. Don't be afraid to fail. Actually embrace it and propel yourself forward in the areas of your life. My father-in-law, my apostle, the one that started this church that I pastored today, he, he, he makes this statement numerous times in, in just in conversation, in his preaching. And people ask him, how did you build a successful ministry? And he said, 80% failure, 20% success. Now that's an interesting thing for me because I, I listen to that thing and I think, wait a minute, you failed 80% of the time? You And his, some of his statements is I was dumb 80% of the time. I was stupid 80% of the time. I did some dumb things. But the 20% that I did right is what's created the ministry that we have today. We're a global ministry. We we have missionaries in foreign countries. We travel to foreign countries. We help pastors all over the place. And we're a global ministry. We're not just in Radcliffe, Kentucky. We're a ministry that is producing other people to become ministers and start meet, reaching other people. That's what we do. And he said... failure, 20% success. So you and I have to realize that we might have the talents, we might have the training, we might have uh, the abilities to succeed, but if we don't have the guts to fail, we will never do anything. I I love what I heard one person say if you are not, if you did not, if you don't fail, you're not even trying. If you don't fail at something, you're not even trying. You're not giving us effort. You're not putting any effort into it. And and I just want to challenge you with that today. Listen, failure is inevitable when you are innovative, when you are going to go and do something that nobody else has ever done. When you're going to do something you've never done, that's called innovative. You're doing something you've never done. Failure is inevitable. You're going to fail at things. You're going to fail at parenting. You're going to fail at uh, you're going to fail at, at marriage. You're going to fail at your job. You're going to fail in the ministry. You're going to fail. It's inevitable. But we don't stay down. It's we get back up every time and we press on towards uh, the call. We press on towards the vision. We press on towards that which which brings fulfillment to who we are, to our purpose in our life, and we move forward. I want to talk about four things today. How do you fail forward? How do you do that? Because it's like, Terry, that sounds great, right? That's, I'm not supposed to stay down. I'm not supposed to quit. But how do I fail forward? There's four things that I think that if you ask me, these are the four that I would tell you. Number one, you have to have no regrets, you got to live life with no regrets regrets. You know, I, I think about that so many times about what does regret look like. I don't want to regret anything. I don't want to regret anything with my children. I don't want to regret anything with my wife. I don't want to regret not spending enough time with them. I think about on, on, on people, they tell stories about when you're on your deathbed. Nobody when you're on your deathbed has ever asked and said, I wish I could have spent another hour at the office. I wish that I could have uh, turned in one more report. I nobody said, Everybody says, I wish I had more time with my kids. I wish I could have had greater impact in, in society. I wish I could have had a better level of influence for those around me. I wish I could kiss my wife more. I wish I could. See, these are the things that, that mean the most to people. But in life, you've got to live life with absolutely no regrets. Can I tell you one of the greatest tragedies is when people leave this world with a bag full of dreams and hopes and great ideas and nobody, not even themselves, even got to enjoy it. That to me is a great tragedy, is that when, when the things that God has downloaded on the inside of each and every one of us, the ideas, the, the God ideas that have come into us, the ideas that we come up with that are godly, that, that we just hold on to them because we're afraid of failing. I want to challenge you. A small risk equals a very small reward. It doesn't take much to do something small. But to do big things, it's a big risk, which equals a big reward. Can I tell you part of the, the small risks? Small failures. Nobody even knows. Nobody identifies them. Nobody even thinks about them. Big risks are great big failures that are completely in the ID, I, I, eyes of everybody around you. They're in the spotlight. And and those are the things that we have to realize. we got to get our egos checked at the door to have no regrets. We can't worry about what everybody else talks about. We can't worry about what everybody else says about us. I think of the likes of people like a Michael Jordan. How many times did he miss a shot? How many, how many last-second shots did he miss to win a game? We don't see those. We see the numbers uh, and the highlights of the ones that he actually won the game. But he didn't hit every shot. But the ones that he did hit, they're memorable. Everybody sees them. But if he never would have took the shots to be able to hit the one, we wouldn't have nothing to celebrate. Big risk, big reward, big risk. It's in the eyes of everybody, which means failure is out there and it's inevitable, and people are going to see me. So we got to realize that to having no regrets, we got to check that ego at the door, right? You got to listen. If you do what you've always done, you're always you're going to always have what you always have. You're never going to find more in your life if you just keep doing what you're doing. Live life with no regrets. One way is have no plan B. Don't have a plan B. Don't have a backup plan. Chase the dream, chase it. And what do you mean? Go after the dream. Well, what if it don't work? Extract the lesson, Thomas Edison, of how it didn't work and go do it again and go do it again. No plan B. I'm not altering my my plans. I'm having no regrets. Listen, here's what you got to realize to have no regrets. This is my thought. Eliminate the mindset that failure is bad to have no regrets. Failure is not bad. Doesn't mean you're a failure. What's bad is quitting. Quitting is bad, failing is not. Failing is just learning through it. To have no regrets, you gotta change the mindset that the failure is bad and realize that that it is a part of the process. Every successful individual, every successful company, every successful pastor, every successful church has failed numerous times at their attempts to become successful. We just don't dwell on those because of the lasting impact that the success had. And with no regrets, change the mindset that those failures are just things and means to extract life lessons to apply to the next time you go do it. Have no regrets. The second thing, accept reality. I, I said this just a few minutes ago. Check the ego at the door. Most of the time, we are in this comparison mindset, and we're afraid to fail because we won't look as good as somebody else. We won't be as big as the other church. We won't be as great as the other business. We won't have this greater level of success as the other leader. No, man, check The ego at the door and accept the reality uh, that you're going to fail, accept that maybe it did fail, accept it. The reality is not a lack of faith. Actually, accepting the reality that something has failed is where you know you need to apply faith at. Living life as if it isn't wrong, as if it isn't mistaken, if there hasn't been a failure to live life as if everything you've done is a success is a lie. Because every one of us has made mistakes, every one of us has failed, and we have to accept the reality that all of us is gonna fail. And here's the thing you can't move from where you are until you know where you are, which is the reality that it's failed. You gotta accept it and move on. Accept the reality that something did fail, that a system did fail, that problems arose. And most of the time, it's not even you that had failed or I had that have failed. It is the systems in our life that have failed that we've got to adjust. Accept it and just move on. You can't move from where you are until you know where you are. You can't move from where you are until you know where you are at in this moment. You got to accept where you are in the failure. You got to accept that failure. You got to say yes. You got to own it. Yeah, it didn't work. But I'm going to learn what didn't work, and I'm going to go apply that to my next time I'm going to go after it. Why? Because I'm going to find the success. I'm I'm so dogmatic. I'm so interested in becoming a, an impact and influence into people's lives. My business is going to be successful. I'm going to do what, I, what I've always dreamt to do. I'm not holding back. I'm accepting the fact that it has failed, but I'm not staying there. I'm moving on from where I am right now. So the first one is you got to have no regrets. The second one is you got to accept those, the, the, the reality of that it did fail, accept it, own it, and move on from it by extracting. Leave the ego at the door. Quit comparing yourself to everybody else. Just accept the fact that it didn't work. I, I'm reminded of, of our family. You know, My mother-in-law and father-in-law started a coffee shop, and one of the most devastating and heart-wrenching things was to find and to, to understand is that it didn't work. Things that we did wrong, the family did wrong, the decisions that were made, they didn't work. And it was a hard pill to swallow. But the minute we've all swallowed it, the minute my mother-in-law and father-in-law swallowed it, the minute that us as a family swallowed it, we moved past it. But if we would have kept holding on, holding on and blaming everybody else, no, just blame the system. The system was wrong. Something went wrong. And we accepted it. We've moved on. And now we're much better for it. We've learned life Lessons. Actually, one of the greatest lessons of my life about business was through that moment of failure of how I'm helping other people grow. It was in that moment. Those things that I could extract from, though I wasn't the manager, though I wasn't the owner, I was part of the family and I got to be a part of it from start to finish. And I learned so much from it. So look, watch. Understand this. Have no regrets, accept the reality that it did fall. The third thing is don't be a victim, don't have self pity. Uh, when things don't work out, don't have the woe is me mentality. Don't just sit there and go get a tub of ice cream and just eat it and complain and cry and boo-hoo and turn your phone off and and not want to talk to people. No, man, don't be a victim. Can I tell you what to be? Be a strategist. How do you learn and how do you put systems into place that that doesn't happen again? Quit the victim mentality. Quit whining and complaining and, and being upset because what you hoped for didn't happen. Get that out of your mindset. We either learn to be a victim and we teach ourselves that, or we learn to be a strategist. We're, we're gonna take the lessons learned and strategize how not to fail the next time. And honestly, we don't know what it means to, to be a success if we've never done it. We don't know what it looks like and we're trying to figure things out. We, we ask for questions, we ask for help, we ask for advice, but it's gonna fail. Things are going to fail in life all across the board. Every successful person still fails today but they never quit. Learn to be a strategist. D- don't be a victim. Most of the time this is the my mindset. Terry does it this way. I'm not the failure. It's the system that we put in place that failed. So to get away from the victim mindset, realize that you are the you are the vehicle by which success is going to come. But the system is the problem and we're gonna fix the system. I'm not the failure because something failed. The system has to be broke has to be that, that broke has to be readjusted. Can I tell you how to not be a victim? Instead of spending time on the couch with ice cream, spend time and working your systems. Work work on how do you change what works, what didn't work. Create a board. Get people around you uh, that will help you look at your systems, adjust them things so that you can have success. This is how you fail forward. In my opinion, pastors, team leaders, department head, business people, if you're trying to do it on your own, it's not gonna work. You gotta have people around you. You gotta realize you you're gonna play the victim if you're the only one there. But if you got people around you that'll look at the things that did fail, you're only a failure if you quit. That's what I, I. That's what keeps ringing in my mind. You're only a failure if you quit. So I'm no. Quitting is not an option for Terry. Failing is going to be inevitable, but I'm not going to stay down. I'm going to get back up. Why? Because I'm going to get people around me. That are going to help me look at my systems and put it together with great success. All my ideas are not right. All my plans are not right. All of my thoughts are not right. But I need people around me to help me win the battle, win the war and find great success in my life. Look, you got you to gotta have no regrets. You, you have to accept the reality. You can't be a victim. You got to get some, listen, go back to having no regrets. You got to eliminate the mindset that failure is bad to have no regrets. How do you, what happens with accepting uh, reality is you got to know where you are to be able to move on until you accept the reality of where you are, that it failed. You'll never move forward. And and to not be a victim is you got to acknowledge that the system failed, not you. And you need help fixing that system. And the last thing, the last thing, how to fail forward. Watch every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. Very few people loved high school and middle school and all that. Very few people. Most people loved it for the social life. Very few people really loved to go to school, right? And most of us, we couldn't wait till that, that, that bell rang at the end of the day or summer break or my last day of, you know, that senior-itis that set in uh, in January when you went back to school for that last semester. All of that put, put into play. But the reality is when you graduate high school, college, whatever, you're still in school every single day day. You've got to learn that in that day, you're going to learn something. You, 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 you're you, going to have to extract some life lessons out of the every day, every failure, every success. Every Every day has got to be a learning day. The only way it's not is if we walk in pride and arrogance. And with pride and arrogance, there's no anointing, so we can't really ask God's help. So we've got to check the ego at the door, keep pride and arrogance there, and we got to learn, watch this, to think outside of our box. It's a learning session. It's a school day every single day. To take a risk, you must know two things. This is what I'm talking about. It is the school day. To take risks, big risks, big rewards. Two things that you must know to take a risk. Number one, you got to know what you do know. And number two, you got to know what you don't know and go figure it out. That's how you take big risks is you got to you got to I know these things, but I don't know this. So let me go learn these things so that I can effectively take that big risk. Right. And so that's what we have to realize is extracting so much out of life. Failure to me is the greatest teacher. Is when you fail you can look back and say what went wrong what didn't go right what do I go to adjust to make sure that I find success in my mind failure is the greatest teacher And every day I'm not looking to fail every day I'm not hoping to fail every day but if I do fail, I'm not mad at it. I'm not, exce- I'm not upset with it. I don't, I don't get uh, whiny and complaining. I'm not even blaming people why things failed. I'm realizing that in that moment, we got to find some, some, some lessons to learn so that we don't repeat those stupid mistakes and we actually implement some systems that actually work. Listen, you got to have no regrets. You got to accept the reality of where things are to move on. You got to get out of the victim mindset. And you have to go to school every single day looking for life lessons. I, I wrote it down this way. Dress for success and carry a notepad every day. Every day, dress for success and carry a notepad. What are you going to learn from today? Whatever doesn't go right in your marriage, your parenting, your your money, your job, your church, your pastoral, your leadership, your departments. Whatever's not going right don't be the victim. Don't take the blame. Don't act like, oh, woe is me. No, man. Sit down, become a strategist, dissect it, implement new changes, implement new policies, implement new procedures so that success is 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 evident in front of you and it's inevitable. Failure should never be an option. In in the mindset, sorry, quitting should never be an option. Failure is inevitable don't just set the mind. I'm not quitting. No matter what, I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to work hard. I'm not quitting. Failure is an option because it's going to teach me things that I don't know. I want to challenge you the way Edison, the way the Wright brothers, the way uh, Mr. Columbus, way the, my, my father-in-law, Jimmy Squire said it 80% failure, 20% success and hard work. That's what generates us, not the failures. They don't define us, they educate us i challenge you fail forward in everything you do don't be afraid of it accept the reality of where you are adjust and move forward don't don't go to don't go to heaven hopefully don't don't end your life with leaving regrets in the bag Do everything God has put in your heart. Do it with great success by failing forward. Hey, I call you blessed today. I hope this content helps you. I hope it challenges you to to become better and more innovative in your life and do things that you know God's put in you to do. Go do it. Knowing that failure is there, just learn from it and become the best you that you can be with the help of the anointing. I call you blessed today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and fail forward. Connect with Terry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help this message reach more people so together we can create anointed leaders all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're believing God with you and for you that whatever you put your hand to will prosper in Jesus' name.